Hey y'all, this is Whitney, and welcome back to an episode of Spastic Chatter. If you're new here, Spastic Chatter is a platform meant to feature those in the Seropathy community, and I get together with individuals with CP, like myself, to have an unsensitive chat, if you will, about what it's like living with this type of disability. And for this week, I have James, and he has an organization called Handicapable Fitness. And um, I was looking on. I was looking on it before we, before we were started recording this episode, and it looks awesome. It's all about fitness and adaptive sports. But before we get on to the conversation, I will let James introduce himself. So take it away, James. Well, Whitney, first and foremost, I want to thank you and your audience for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. My name is James Norris. I'm the executive director of Handy Capable Fitness. Um, we're an organization that helps people with physical disabilities get up, get active, and get moving. But I will, I'm sure we'll, we will elaborate on that coming up in the episode. So I will pass it back to you. But thank you again for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Awesome. So I'm curious. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take it to to the beginning. What is what's kind of like your origin story? Like how did how did your organization come about? Like, like well, um, you know, it's kind of a it's kind of a long journey, but I'll I'll put it to you in a nutshell. So I got into fitness probably about seven eight years ago, um, just for my own just for my own health and wellness. Um, ended up losing about 65 pounds and everything that I was doing in the gym was new to me. So I was just taking my phone and and recording videos just to show my friends and family because, as I said, I hadn't been doing this stuff before. Um, and a trainer that the trainer I was working with at the time said, you know what, if you're doing this, he goes, you might want to start a, a public page and you know, because you never know who you could inspire. So that's how Handy Capable Fitness, the social media platforms came to be. And then as we were all sitting around bored out of our minds during the pandemic, I said to myself, you know what? Like we've gained a little bit of a steam, little bit of steam through the social media platform. Let's take it to the next level and let's turn this thing into a nonprofit. So that's how the nonprofit side came to be. That's awesome. And like there's so much to like that we can like unpack there when it comes to fitness and a physical disability. Like um, for instance, like if I I I didn't I I didn't start my fit I started my fitness journey like later like later on in life. But if mm-hmm. I if I didn't if I didn't work out every every day, like I wouldn't be able to uh do everything that I. Do I wouldn't be able to be independent. My transfers, my transfers would be like seriously lacking. Like fitness can do so much for for you, not only physically but mentally as well. Do you do you kind of agree with that? One hundred and ten percent. You know, I tell people all the time when I started this um, whole journey, it was to lose weight and to better myself. You know, physically and um, you know, to, to lose some weight. Now, as much as I want the physical benefits to continue, um, and it it has made my every my everyday 
day-to-day activities so much easier. But now I find it to be almost more mentally beneficial than anything else. Um, Mm -hmm. if If I don't work out, you know, my mind is like, you miss something, what's going on? Something yeah. So it's 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 more mental now than it is physical. But the physical benefits have definitely helped. Don't get me wrong. Like there, I get like working out just gets like your endorphins going. And like I I uh, don't get me wrong, I have like I have those times where like I get in like in a like a depress like a like I guess you could call it like a depression episode where I don't want to work out. And then, mm-hmm. like, I got recently, I I went like a month or two without working out, and like, I I seriously could not get, I could not get out of, I could not get out of bed physically. Like, I was like, it took so much out of me just to like push myself up out of out of bed. And like, my partner, who's also disabled, was like, was like, uh, Winnie, you need, you need to, you need to start working out so that you can, so that you don't have to. To have help getting out of getting out of bed, and then like the like the whole mental aspect when I started working out and standing again, my like my the depress the depression kind of like went away. Not I didn't it didn't it didn't go away, but it like it helped with it like subsided a little bit. Yeah, but there's there I've I've kind of there's like a catch twenty two at least. At least for me and my like, my my CP. I'm curious if you, I'm curious if you ex- experience this, and it's gonna be kind of a weird, um thing. But but the way that I do uh, movements and stuff is mm-hmm. that I I gain I gain a lot of muscle in what and like in one specific area, and like it doesn't like I I I bulk up really fast. And that, that can that can impact my that can impact my day my my day my day to day I just like I keep thinking all about shooters but if I bulk up too much then I put on a lot of weight so it's mm-hmm. kind of like you have to it's kind of like I have to like make sure that I'm balanced. Have you experienced any of that? Um, you know what it it is it is a balancing act. Um, you know I. Myself, I've kind of gone. I've kind of gone the other way to where, to where I was heavier set, and I get around on my knees. So all that impact on my knees obviously wasn't wasn't very good. Um, you know, now it's just kind of it's just kind of maintaining it. But yes, I I have to really be careful either way. You know what it is that I do because you know at the end of the day, whether it's muscle or whether it's fat you know, being heavy is not good for my knee joints and that sort of thing. So yes, I do have to kind of rein it in a little bit and make sure that everything's kind of on point. Um, and I like how, I like how that like, um, I like how like spastic chatter shows how diverse cerebral palsy is. Like, like we're like, um, like I have, I have spastic quadriplegic. So quadriplegia so like I can't get around on my knees and stuff like um like so like and like you were talking about how you how you like scoot around your knees and things like that so I love how I love how we have a how we have a com like we have CP so that, that like that's com- that's a commonality but 
it's also like different you know what i mean exactly yeah exactly and that's that's why i love what you do just to piggyback off of what you said because as you said you know the there's a general term of of cerebral palsy but under that same umbrella it there's so many different types and it affects people in so many different ways. So I love what you do by bringing a light to that. Awesome. Well, that, that just made me, that just made me think that like, I've actually, uh, I've actually been my, my doctor and like this gets on my nerves. He actually called me a super, like, I forgot how he, I forgot how he, I forgot how he, how he worded it, but he was like, was like when you hear like a super quad because you shouldn't you shouldn't be able to do what you do on your severity of cerebral with your severity of cerebral palsy and i'm just like you're your doctor and you're t- and you're telling me this like 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 i like um do you get do you ever get people that like doubt your capabilities or anything like that oh oh yeah you know i mean I mean, let's let's face it. You know, I I use I use a power chair to get around most of the time, and they say that you know if somebody makes makes their first impression of of you based off of the first three seconds when they see you. Well, what do you, what do you see in the first three seconds? You see you see my wheelchair. You know, um, and it's like once they see me in the gym and they see me doing the things that I do and then jujitsu, they're like, Oh my gosh, you know, that that's pretty, that's pretty incredible. Like, how do you do that? You know? And I understand what it is that they're saying because, you know, I think, and I learned this during the pandemic, you know, nine times out of 10, you're going to run it. You're going to run into people that are jerks anywhere you go. Um, but nine times out of 10, I find that not to be the case. It's people are just unaware and they just don't know how to ask the questions. So they, so they phrase, so they phrase things differently or not really the correct way. So it's like when somebody says something that I kind of see as maybe a little bit judgmental or off, off key, so to speak, I kind of internalize it and try to give them the benefit of the doubt and say, Hey, listen, you know, this didn't offend me per se, but you know, next time you might want to word it this way because it could offend somebody else. And, you know, the one thing I'll say about your particular situation um, with your doctor, um, you know, it really stinks that, you know, your doctor would say something like that, but just because, you know, somebody's gone to school and read in medical books and studied doesn't necessarily mean that they know how to communicate with people and have that proper bedside manner. So I wouldn't let you, I don't want you to let that get you down. And being that you're almost a hundred episodes into this thing, it shows that you don't do that and you're unstoppable. So I applaud you. Thank you. But um, I get I kind of do. I kind of do the same thing they like you do, but, 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 uh, I add like I'm very sarcastic. Like I'm like my sarcasm gets me in trouble. So like I added. I I'm not gonna lie. I add like a sarcastic like sarcastic twist to everything. So so like like that gets me in trouble. But um, 
going back to what you were kind of saying, it got me thinking that um you were talking about how you use a power chair so like people might 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 judge you on that and here's like a funny story about about me that I can that I that you might be able to relate to I didn't I didn't I didn't start using a, a power chair full time until my 20s and like I would sit I would sit in a in a manual chair because I looked more able-bodied but but when, when, when I when I started moving around, I could I could literally only go in circles because I <laughs> I, I could, cause like I have one fo- I have one functioning hand and arm and like this one is like not not functioning so I I just thought it was no like I I just think that's funny and that looking back at it like I just I tend to laugh at myself so I'm I'm curious about your um not like your nonprofit I. So on there, they like you. Uh, people can apply for grants. You want to talk more about that? Yeah, sure. So basically, what our mission is is to help people with physical disabilities get up, get active, get moving. However, it is that they, you know, define that. So people can go on and apply for grants for pretty much anything from gym memberships to fitness equipment to travel grants if they're going to let's say a spartan race or something else that they're going to participate in and they need assistance getting there um that's kind of what we do we want to help people live the most fit and active lifestyle that they're capable of doing and really getting rid of the the financial burden or lessening the financial burden um, that it might take to do that. So that's why we have the grants. That's why we give away the equipment because we want people to live their best life. Awesome. Um, what is your, since we're talking about health and fitness and like sports and things, what is your favorite, what is your favorite sport to, um, to play and like, play? Oh, oh man, that jujitsu or something. Yeah, that's that's a that's a tough one because because they all they all have a special place in my heart. But um, I really like to do jujitsu a lot. Um, you know, it's something physical. But I love the gym in itself. Um, anything that's gonna kind of get me moving and and push me both mentally and physically. I'm down for and jujitsu really does that because especially with cerebral palsy um, the person that I learned under Travis Stevens always talks about okay well we want we want you to accomplish said movement or said activity but you only have a certain number of chess pieces to play with so he has to come up with a way for me to or to get me to try to accomplish the same move or the same outcome as somebody else with a very limited, um, you know, game, so to speak, if that, if that makes any sense. And mm-hmm. I like it because it, it's challenging my mind, because as you know, sometimes we can, we can know something, you know, we can know how to, you know, I'm just using a, cra- a crazy example, you know, lift a weight or do or do a sit-up so to speak but sometimes our bodies have a mind of it 
of their own and they just don't do it. So our brain knows what to do, but getting the message from our brain to our body is sometimes challenging. Mm -hmm. So that's why jujitsu is, is great because it's not only, it's not only the physical thing, but it's also the mental thing combined with them both. And you try to really get that outcome. So that's why I love jujitsu. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I, I'm just, I'm just taking, I'm just taking your story. But I'm curious. Um, you mentioned that you like that you like going to the gym, and I know that going to the gym can be kind of daunting for people with um physical disabilities. Have you ever have you have you faced any like accessibility issues? Like, how do you like how do you go about like navigating that? Um, you know what? Yes, I have, and it was very kind of uh, intimidating when I first started, and you know I kind of had the same butterflies as as most, whether whether you're able bodied or or handy capable. You know, anytime somebody steps into a place like the gym, it's going to be intimidating. But what what I tried to realize is that hey, nine times out of ten these people aren't necessarily looking at me like I think they are. Um, and at the end of the day, we're all in here for the same reason. The approach might be different, but the reason is, is that we're all trying to better ourselves. So, um, you know, if I can't reach a piece of equipment or if it's too high or I need it adjusted, I go up and say, Hey, you know, I, I see that you're over here after this set. Would you mind helping me with this? And, for the most part, people are very accommodating, and that's how I've met some of my best friends, just kind of, you know, um, being there in the gym, working out to, next to somebody and needing help and forcing me to be like, okay, well, if you if you want to use this piece of equipment, you're going to have to ask for help. And it opened up dialogue to where to now where we're not only friends, but it's also given me the opportunity to help educate them, um, you know, and show that whether you have cerebral palsy, spina bifida, or you're able-bodied or whatever, we're all the same and we all want the same thing. So my goal and my hope is that somebody that interacts with me, um, it kind of takes that fear down and breaks that ice. So the next time they see somebody that either uses a wheelchair or a cane or or something that makes them different they remember the conversation that they've had with me and they're more apt to go up to that person and be like hey it's cool that you're in here what's your name what's going on what's your story and i think that is and to feed into your question a positive thing i want to say is i recently joined a gym a new gym about a year and a half ago and I was sitting there waiting for my ride to come home and I was on my phone just like we all are and I I was doing something I was answering an email and this woman came up to me and she goes hey what's your story and I thought that that was really cool and it's something something that stuck with me so so as much as and now we're we're really good friends um, you know, so as much as there's that fear, it can also push you out of your comfort zone so that you're forced to do something that you typically wouldn't do. And I would encourage people to 
try to change their perspective when it comes to that type of thing. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And I do, I do the same, I do the same thing that you were talking about. And, and the gentleman, I, I do this in like everyday life. If, if I have a, if I have like, if I have like an issue, like when I'm out doing something and I'm by myself, I don't have a problem being like, being like, like I, I say, I call it like a, Hey, you, like, Hey, I, I need, I need help. Can you, can you, can you help me? Like, Hey, mister, I need, I need help. Like, can you, and like, that's how I met. That's how, that's how, that's how I have met some of my best friends. Like, like you said, like, just like not being, not being afraid to ask for help when you need it. And like, just start conversations with people so that can transcend outside of the gym as well. So that, that's really cool. Absolutely. I love um, that. Yeah. So. At the end of all my interviews, James, I ask my um, guests if they have any uh, advice for those watching that it might be um, in the same season of life or like anybody that has like health and fitness or sports related or, or, or like sports related. Um, do you have any advice for for those watching? Are you talking about people that maybe want to try something, but they're a little nervous to do so? Sure. Um, yeah, just, and I kind of alluded to this in the previous question, um, just get out, just get out there and try it. I know it can be scary, but sometimes, sometimes the scariest things lead to the biggest blessings. And even if you quote unquote fail at something, failure, failure only happens when you give up on it and you're, you know, not every day in the gym is going to be perfect. Not every day in life is going to be perfect, but as long as you keep trying, you're going to figure out ways. You're going to, you're going to learn things about yourself and you're going to meet some amazing people along the way, but it's up to you to kind of take that first step and be like, and be proud of who you are. Because what I've realized is that people react to the energy that you put off. So if you're you know, really nervous and scared. And, and I'm not saying not to feel those things. And you're very much to yourself. People aren't going to come up to you because they feel your energy. And they're like, oh, James is, you know, over there on his phone and not really wanting to talk to anybody. So I don't want to go up and talk to him. But if, if you're, if you go up and you engage people in a conversation and say like, hey, how's it going? What, what are you working out today? You know, or how was your workout? Then that gets people to open up and um, you can really learn some amazing things. So get out there, be proud of who you are um, because we all have a story. We all have a purpose on this earth. Embrace it. And you never know whose life that you're, whose life you're changing just by being who you are. Awesome. And like everything you were just saying kind of reminds me um of the mantra that I live by it's perseverance the greater the obstacle the more glory in overcoming it so like um that kind of that kind of like feeds into this conversation so um where can people follow you on social media James okay so the the easiest way to find any social media links is handycapablefitness.com h-a-n-d-i-c-a-p-a-b-l-e fitness f-i-t-n-e-s-s 
www.thepeopleshow.com. All, all the social media links that are there, information about our nonprofit, our grant application, everything's right there for you. Well, I will put that in the description so people can check you out. And thank you for being on an episode of Spastic Chatter. I really enjoyed talking with you, James. And if uh, if you're watching this and you want to be on episode, feel free to reach out wherever you are viewing or listening to this. And I would love to have you. And um, check back periodically for a episode of Spastic Chatter. Thanks. Bye. Bye, my friend. <laughs>